Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. Beyond being a financial professional for almost 20 years now, how long have you and Shelly been married? About five years. I would assume with you really being the money guy, you handle most of the budgeting in the household, right? I do. I handle most of the finances. That's right. There is a survey out. It's about infidelity, Abe. But before mm. you get too upset, I'm not accusing anybody <laughs> of anything. It's about financial infidelity. Have you or Shelly ever committed financial infidelity? Hmm. Since Shelly's not on the air today, I'm going to say Shelly has. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I like um, that. She has definitely purchased some things and then said, Abe, um, got to tell you about something. And, uh, <laughs> you know, That's... usually she'll get a good deal. But uh, gotcha. yeah, I think we both have here and there. Ted Rossman is an industry analyst for CreditCards.com, and he joined Fox Business to explain exactly what financial infidelity is. It's an awful lot of people that are either doing secret spending, keeping a secret credit card or savings account, or having secret debt. 44% of people who are married or otherwise living with a partner are doing one of these things. This is a big deal for a lot of people. I have a confession to make. I live on a cul-de-sac. We're all Mm -hmm. very close. There's a husband and wife neighbor that I'm a Dave Ramsey fan, so are they. But the husband has gotten very excited lately and started buying some things here and there. New grills, new stuff like that for around the house. He hides them in my garage (laughs) until he has the courage to tell his wife. That's financial infidelity. I'm assisting to this. Well, I know Shelly has definitely done that before. You know, bought a pair of shoes or a purse and she'll keep the bags in the car. Yeah. And then little by little, they'll start coming into the house. You know, (laughs) so it's not all at once. Well, they're saying that the reason people may commit this financial infidelity is that a lot of folks are just uncomfortable. They're not trying to be malicious, but uncomfortable Mm -hmm. discussing money, even with Mm -hmm. their spouse. This has got to be a problem, Abe. Well, I think it's one of the big reasons why so many people get divorced is just not being able to agree on finances or being on two different financial pages when it comes to saving and debt and You know, investing. Dave Ramsey always talks about how that's the number one cause of divorce. Mm-hmm. Not surprised at all. I'm not surprised. Well, a couple examples here. We have a couple that we've helped in Loudoun County here recently. They came in together for the first several meetings and, you know, we helped them out with their retirement income plans and rollovers and so forth. And then the husband came in separately at Hmm. the very end and he came in he said, you know, I have to tell you, you know, my spouse isn't here today and that's because I have a few other accounts I haven't told you about. And um, he proceeded to tell me he had about another $400,000 that he hadn't brought up during the meetings when they were both were in the office with us. Because if the spouse knew about these funds, he was pretty concerned that, you know, she would spend them or, you know, have access to them. So, so, you know, he's like, hey, I love my wife and she means the best and everything, but we're just on two different pages, gotcha. you know, here financially. And so I've kind of kept these accounts aside just as a backup and they're kind of secret here, but you I know, don't know what, what the right answer them? there is. Right? <laughs> and I, you know, I kind of understood where he was coming from there, but you know, this kind of financial infidelity and maybe having secretive accounts, I think happens a lot. I'll hmm. give you another example. We are speaking with a lady right now who called into the show she wanted help with her retirement income plan and she has about $1.3 million. She is right around 60 and she and her husband are married, but they could be going through a separation. And so, 
it was really important for her not to bring that up. In other words, you know, she was calling us and speaking to us separately. She without, was calling you know, us for herself, not correct, on behalf of her correct. husband. Assuming that in the near future, perhaps, you know, several, the next couple of years, that they could be going through a divorce. And if so, she wanted to start planning for that. And so, you know, I can't kudos, blame her for that. Well, right. And you know, that's she, sad that this is happening, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's not financial infidelity as much, Abe, as that strikes me as someone who's trying to look at something kind of rationally and a little too logically, but being mm-hmm. prepared for the worst. Right, right. And I think that's exactly what she was doing. But, you know, she made it clear, you know, hey, let's not bring this D word up, you know, right. when, when we when we do meet together because, you know, the other spouse, maybe they haven't even talked about that. Maybe that's just, just, it's just a feeling that she may have. So And we also hope really that everything works out with them too. Of but course. But she's planning for the worst case scenario. So of course. I would assume though, overall, Abe, that if you're married, you need to have these financial conversations. This mm-hmm. financial infidelity mm-hmm. can be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. As much as possible, we do want to be on the same page. We do want to, to meet with both partners together, both spouses together, because man, so many decisions that you're going to make affect each other. You know, long-term care and retirement income. And do we sell the home that we're in here in the DC area and move? And, you know, when do we take pensions and social security? And all of this affects each other. So man, we can't, stress enough how important it is to be on the same page and to come in together to make these decisions together because it affects the both of you, not just one person. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.